One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, And I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm continuing my deep dive into the book, How to Go Mad Without Losing Your Mind. And the author, Dr. Lamar Jarrell Bruce says, when discussing madness, it often functions as a disparaging descriptor for any and all mundane phenomenon perceived to be odd and undesirable. An unconventional haircut, unpopular political opinion, a physical tick, indecipherable utterances, an eccentric outfit, a dramatic flouting of etiquette, apathy towards money or wealth, or an experience of spiritual ecstasy might be coded as crazy in psychonormative discourse. But the author goes on to say that it seems that psychosocial madness reveals more about the avowedly sane society branding an object crazy than it does say about the object that they branded. So when you point out something or someone and you shout crazy, you've actually revealed more about yourself, about your sensibility, your values, your attention, your notion of the normal, the limits of your own imagination in processing dramatic difference, the terms you use to describe the world, the reach of your pointing finger, the lilt of your accusatory voice. You've revealed more about yourself than you have revealed about the supposedly mad entity. And holy shit, I could drop the mic right there and leave it at that. But The author continues by breaking down those four categories of madness that I dug into a little bit yesterday. On the subject, he says, 
those four categories are not all-encompassing and do not cover every possible permutation of madness. Furthermore, he says, these four categories are not mutually exclusive. In fact, they often intersect and converge. And the first example he shares is rage, arguing that discourses of medicalized madness always attempt to make any sense of phenomenal symptoms harbor some sort of psychosocial biases. So he's saying rage is a phenomenal response. So historically, a lot of people in Western societies do code any type of phenomenal reaction as crazy, as madness. And even those who articulate rage at unjust social conditions are often diagnosed as medically unsound. Even though, as a whole, we do understand there is righteous reasoning for rage, the other says that the spillage of each of these categories into one another reminds us that Madness is too messy to be placed in tidy boxes and too restless to hold still for rigid frameworks. And he uses examples on how madness can be fuel. Rage might be harnessed to fuel impassioned resistance. Medicalized madness might be deconstructed to expose and address the biases in psi sciences. Phenomenal madness might be documented to teach sane majorities about the lived experience of madness. And psychosocial alterity might model otherwise ways of knowing and being beyond entrenched status quos. In these and other ways, the protagonists in this study get mad and go mad to convey and confront violence, chaos, strangeness, ecstasy, wonder, aporia, paradox, and danger. And in this book, Beyond Approaching Madness as an Object of Analysis, How to Go Mad adapts madness as a methodology. He says mad methodology seeks follows, and rides the unruly movements of madness. It reads and hears idioms of madness, those purported rants, raves, rambles, outbursts, mumbles, stammers, slurs, and gibberish sounds, and unseemly silences that defy the grammars of reason. It historicizes and contextualizes madness as a social construction and social relation to quote-unquote reason. It ponders this sporadic violence of madness in tandem and intention with the structural violence of reason. It cultivates critical ambivalence to reckon with the simultaneous harm and benefit that may accompany madness. It respects and sometimes harnesses mad feelings like obsession and rage as stimulus for radical thought and action. And this right here got me. Whereas rationalism roundly discredits mad persons, mad methodology recognizes mad persons as critical theorists and decisive protagonists in struggles for liberation. And the author clarifies that he's not suggesting that mad persons are always already agents of liberation. He's simply and assuredly acknowledging that they can be, proposing that this mad methodology neither vilifies the mad person as evil incarnate, nor romanticizes the mad person as resistance personified, nor does it patronize the mad person as a helpless ward awaiting aid. Rather, mad methodology engages the complexity and variability of mad subjects. Regarding anger, the poet Audre Lorde asserts that it is loaded with information and energy. And the author of this book, How to Go Mad, says that mad methodology proceeds from a belief that such information can instruct and direct radical theory and that energy can animate the radical practice of that theory. But most urgently, and I quote, mad methodology primes us to extend radical compassion to the mad persons, queer personae, ghosts, freaks, weirdos, imaginary friends, disembodied voices, unvoiced bodies, and unreasonable others who trespass like stowaways or fugitives in reasonable modernity as we know it. 
Radical compassion is a will to care for, a commitment to feel with, a striving to learn from, and an openness to be vulnerable before a precarious other, though they may be drastically dissimilar to yourself. Radical compassion is not an appeal to the idyllic oneness where difference is blithely effaced, nor is it a smug projection of oneself into the position of another, thereby displacing that other. Nor is it an invitation to walk a mile in someone else's shoes and amble like a tourist through their life world, leaving them existentially barefoot all the while. And I'll admit some guilt here. When I practice compassion, I do have a tendency to share so much empathy that it renders me useless. And though the walking a mile in someone else's shoes can be a powerful practice for empathy, if you are someone who does not struggle with seeing other perspectives, practicing walking in other people's shoes means that we typically leave our own shoes unwalked in, and that puts too many feet in one pair of shoes. I guess what I mean by this metaphor is it's good to embrace multiple perspectives without erasing your own. The author says that radical compassion is to ethically walk and sit and fight and build alongside another whose condition may be utterly unlike your own. Radical compassion works to impart care, exchange feeling, transmit understanding, embolden vulnerability, and fortify solidarity across circumstantial, sociocultural, phenomenological, and ontological chasms in the interest of mutual liberation. That compassion persists even and especially towards beings who are objects of contempt and condemnation from dominant value systems. And I truly do believe radical compassion is the absolute end-all be-all for what us as humans need to take on in order to change the world for the better. We need to learn to set aside our judgments and our projections and allow ourselves to watch and observe and understand and listen because we cannot be free until we all are and we must listen to each other's stories in order to understand how to liberate even the most quote-unquote crazy and mad of us. And y'all know I hate the word crazy, but damn, this book is doing a great job at explaining why I hate it so much but you know what I don't hate? You. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com